the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I travel. It's time for the Don Crow Show, right here from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. Now, the Don Crow Show. Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a 1,000 certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. Hey, how you doing, folks? Hello there, hello, hello, and welcome to, yes, already Monday. They do keep coming up, don't they, huh? Welcome to this edition of the Don Crow Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon. Great to uh, get to hang out together. And uh, of late, we've been privileged to also uh, be joined by the Bill Bunkley Show listeners on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Our best to all of you and to your host, Bill Bunkley. Well, some of the things we're going to be talking about over the next couple of hours, the Supreme Court of Canada last week issued a ruling concerning a Christian university up there that uh, has been described as a grave blow to religious freedom, and not only for Canada. Now, Dr. Paul Marshall is a world-renowned scholar and an advocate for religious and human rights for many, many years. He's the professor of religious freedom at Baylor University, also a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute and the Freedom, uh, the uh, Religious Freedom Institute. And he'll join us in a few minutes to uh, tell us more about this case and the implications not only for Canadians, but for all of us here in the United States, perhaps longer term. Sad news out of Nigeria once again in a 60-hour killing spree that started in Nigeria last weekend. About 200 Christians were slaughtered in Nigeria's Plateau State. And this, among other violences, happening just as our ambassador for religious freedom, Sam Brownback, was leaving after a week-long visit to that troubled West African nation. And I've asked my good friend, Emmanuel Ogebi, who is a Nigerian himself by birth. And, of course, uh, he is a citizen here of the United States, now travels back and forth to Nigeria and other parts of the world frequently as an international human rights lawyer. We were privileged to have Emmanuel here in the studios with us a few weeks ago. He's going to join me a little later this hour with more of the tragic details of this uh, ongoing violence that is plaguing Africa's largest nation. 
you know, as I've uh, reflected on all of that and more that's happening in the world, but particularly in the African nations, it's long been my own view that there is really, truly a violent battle for the soul, spiritually, of Nigeria and of all of Africa. Uh, Most people agree that as Nigeria goes, so will the continent go sooner or later because it's, for one, the largest landmass country on the continent and also the largest population. I think it's now about 190 million people. And tremendous resources, tremendous influence, tremendous challenges and problems. But all of that to say, I believe that uh, God is doing some great things throughout Africa as he is in other parts of the world. And uh, we're seeing the ugly side of the satanic and demonic resistance to what God's doing. We need to keep ourselves reminded that God is still in charge. He's still on his throne. Having said that, prayers are needed. Advocacy is needed. Voices are needed. Uh, you know, a whole lot of folks uh, uh, need to become part of the engagement, if you will, against evil. And many of you are already, I know. All right, coming up next hour, First Baptist Church of Glen Arden officially dedicating its $24 million debt-free Family Life Center over the weekend. I was privileged to be able to attend that amazing event. And I've asked Senior Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. to join me at the top of next hour to tell you a little more about this amazing journey uh, that has uh, been going on, well, for many, many years with First Baptist itself, including, uh, I think I didn't realize until the pastor mentioned it Saturday morning, that the new facilities uh, out in Upper Marlboro are now 11 years old. It's been an 11-year journey, journey, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, facilities there, and now on that same site adjacent is this uh, lovely and wonderful new Family Life Center. So we're going to have Pastor Jenkins give us the details of that, a bit of the history of it, and, of course, uh, with John Jenkins and the uh, the folks at First Baptist of Glen Glen Arden, I'm going to ask him the most appropriate question, all right, what's next? (laughs) That's just how that church has operated for many years. Now, also, uh, on Mondays, we make a point of talking with someone from 21 Wilberforce. Uh, That's the shorthand for 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. And we'll be talking with our good friend, Luanne Sabatier. Uh, She works with 21 Wilberforce. We're going to talk about the fact that while the world's attention and excitement is focused on the ongoing World Cup soccer Uh, events or uh, competition in Russia, she says a darker, more sinister drama is unfolding in the shadows of what she describes as the carnival-like mood being carefully crafted by Russia. And it has to do with the persecution of Christians and other human rights violations. So we'll be talking with Luann about that as well. We don't have time to get into it in depth. I'm sure you've been hearing about it. A uh, great piece by our friend Al Parada, who we were with, uh, was with us, I should say, last Friday on another issue. He's got a story at the stream today called The Red Hen, The Murder of Southern Hospitality and the Spirit of Destruction. He talks about, of course, uh, what happened uh, over the weekend uh, with Sarah Sanders uh, as she was, I was stunned the first time I heard this, she was 
disinvited, if you will, as a customer at the Red Hen in Lexington, Virginia. And what was her egregious crime or offense? She works for Donald Trump. That's its own commentary, I'd say, as to where we are in some places in this country today. But we'll get to those things uh, later on. Stay with us. We have a lot more to come here on The Don Crow Show. Frank White, the conservative we can trust. I'm Frank White, and I'm tired of the politicians playing by their own rules and lacking the courage to do the right thing. Liberal judges and elites threaten the Constitution and mock our values. We need principal conservatives who will stand up for us and fight to hold politicians accountable. That's why I support term limits and President Trump's fight against the special interests. I've stood up for the Constitution and said no to the politicians who wanted to take away our Second Amendment rights. That's why I'm proud to have the NRA's highest A-plus rating. And as a husband, father to three boys, I'll always fight for the rights of the unborn because I'm 100% pro-life. Some people just talk the talk in campaign season, but as a lifelong conservative dedicated to the Constitution, you'll always know where I stand. I'm Frank White. Join me. Let's fight back and hold government accountable to we the people. Sponsored by United Conservatives. Learning about God in the school makes it easier to live for God outside of school. I love that I'm able to be a Christian and not have to worry about what other people think of me. Sarasota Christian School is a faith-based Christian school that instills values in children pre-K to 12th grade. My parents certainly raised me in faith, but it wasn't driven home in the school system. You know, here my kids talk about different scriptures in the Bible, and I think that, to me, has made my children not just religious kids, but Christian kids. At Sarasota Christian, they pride themselves on small class sizes and individualized attention. Personally, I like that it's a smaller school, so we're able to connect with the teachers. They know us on more of a personal level. The teachers really want you to succeed in their class. They don't just give you the information, but they really want individual students to do well. Learn more at sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. The Don Crow Show on WAVA 105.1 FM, also sharing our day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. The show is brought to you in part by local expert Realty, where realtor Christy Moore promises she'll sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. If you'd like to talk to her and get the details, call 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858. Or go to soldin58.com on the web. That's soldin and the numbers 58.com. According to published reports, including one by my guest this hour, in a case involving a Christian university, the Supreme Court of Canada has recently issued a ruling that he warns is a major blow to religious freedom, and it's a decision that will affect not only Canada, but also America, and may well be an indicator of future trends here in the U.S. itself. Internationally acclaimed scholar Dr. Paul Marshall is the Wilson Professor of Religious Freedom at Baylor University and a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute and the Religious Freedom Institute. Uh, He was formerly senior fellow at the Hudson Institute Center for Religious Freedom right here in Washington, D.C. Dr. Marshall, it's an honor to welcome you to the show again. I think the last time you and I spoke was on the 2013 release of your book, Persecuted, The Global Assault on Christians, which you co-authored with uh, Leela Gilbert and Nina Shea, if I remember rightly. Welcome back. Thank you, Don. You've got a very good memory. (laughs) Well, I certainly remember that, and uh, I want to ask you a question uh, uh, generally related to that book a little later on. But let's go to Canada first. What can you tell us about the recent ruling with the Supreme Court there? What happened, and who did it involve? Okay, it involves Trinity Western University, which is on the West Coast near Vancouver. And that's the largest uh, private Christian university in Canada, and it's over 50 years old. It decided... In 2012, it wanted to form a law school. And then what happened is, um, I use it in American terms, various of the state bar associations, the provinces in Canada, uh, objected to this on these grounds. The Trinity Western, as a uh, Christian university, has a code of conduct. If you're staff or student, there are certain things you can't do while you're there. 
And one of them is that sexual intimacy was to be confined to marriage between a man and a woman. That's been there for decades. And the Bar Association said this discriminates against uh, gay people. Anyway, when a, courts all over the country were involved, most of them supported Trinity Weston, and then the, went to the Supreme Court, who said that the Bar Associations could deny um, the possibility of Trinity Western law graduates to practice in their province, in their state. So if you if you study law, there, there are certain provinces who will just not accredit you as a lawyer. And the uh, the court upheld this. It was in direct contradiction to an earlier decision it had made also concerning Trinity Western. So uh, that's the sort of shocking state of play at the moment. And just to tie that into the uh, to the U.S., the various universities like the one where I am at Baylor, or Notre Dame, um, or Brigham Young University in in Utah, or Pepperdine University, uh, many others have similar codes of conduct. And this was an issue actually brought up in the courts in Canada, saying, well, if you if you refuse Trinity Western, would you refuse people who went to a law school at Notre Dame the ability to practice in Ontario? So this is the stage we're getting to. I can tell you more about the decision, if you wish, but that's basically what happened. And uh, I understand uh, that it, in fact, it was debated at the various court levels prior to the Supreme Court. In other words, there was no unanimous grassroots support of this uh, tact or this uh, direction that the Supreme Court took, it was there? Uh, no, uh, exactly correct. The, um, uh, the various um, of the uh, state Supreme Courts, most of them found in favor of Trinity Western, including one of the state, the province where Trinity Western is, British Columbia. That Supreme Court found five to zero in favor of Trinity Western. But this whole decision is um, is weird, the, the grounds on which it was done. But let me just mention that in 2001, the same university, Trinity Western, wanted to start a teacher training program. The uh, College of Teachers in British Columbia, where it's situated, uh, wanted to disallow its graduates from teaching in the province on exactly the same grounds. You know, they were going to be biased against gay people. And the Supreme Court of Canada, this same court, in 2001 decided 8 to 1 that Trinity's teacher training graduates should be accepted. <laughs> and it also said if we were to refuse people from the university, we could also refuse to have people if they went to a particular church who has the doctrines. And it, it said we have multiple uh, religious views in this country and the diversity must be accepted. That was this court, 8 to 1, 17 years ago. Same university, same question, accreditation. Now it's switched, not on any legal grounds, but it just wishes to push a particular agenda. Those are harsh words, but I think it's true. Well, on that uh, larger note, uh, where is this coming from? I think most would agree that if we're going to be honest with the statistics, the uh, the hardcore, if you will, uh, gay movement uh, 
transgender, all of it now mixed in together, still is a rather small percentage of the body politic at large in America, perhaps, but also, I suspect, in Canada. How is it that this issue and these issues have gotten such profound leverage, in your view? Uh, Because the whole mindset of many people in the country has shifted. The view of what a human being is, that's the underlying issue here. And uh, you've had a, a changing mindset. So for many people, the idea of religious freedom just doesn't mean much. Um, uh, whereas sexual identity is, let me just give you a quote uh, or a reference to what the court said. It, it talked about the problems which would face uh, someone who thought they had no choice but to attend Trinity Western's law school, that such people would have to deny who they are while in the school. Now, firstly, this question of have no choice to go to. Well, there are 18 secular law schools who do the same thing, and one proposed Christian one. Why would someone who disagreed with it feel they had no choice to go there? Also, as a private school, it's, it's more expensive than all the other ones. But to deny who they are. Now, what does that mean? You know, if I get mad and want to swear at someone, and, you know, I say, well, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to rein myself in. Am I denying who mm-hmm. I am? Mm-hmm. Um, if I uh, refrain from sex outside of marriage, do I really like to do it? Um, am I denying who, who, who I am? And this is this is the view here that you must your sexual identity is the core of what you are as a human being and it must be lived out. That anything which gets in its way must be pushed aside. It's this shifting view of human beings which is a part of the key substructure of what's going on. Talking with Dr. Paul Marshall, Wilson Professor of Religious Freedom at Baylor University and a prolific author of a number of books, so the one we mentioned earlier, Persecuted, The Global Assault on Christians. I want to come back to that just with a question in a moment or two, Dr. Marshall. But uh, beyond what you've already told us, your column also indicates that now this previously approved uh, teacher pr- training program at TWU and other such places could now well be revisited. Am I right? Yes, because the I mean every court case has some differences, but... These two cases are as alike as things get. So if they've denied the law school, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't go back. Someone will bring a case again against the uh, teacher training program. So, Talk about... Uh, and, well, yeah, go and, ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Not just... Uh, and any other program. And in the end, wh- why would you accept someone who has a bachelor's degree from there? Mm. Saying, well, you know... Uh, uh, people might have to deny who they are if they want to go and study there for a BA. So it's potentially very sweeping. And you close the article by saying the courts have taken on an increasing role as the principal arbiters of central political issues, particularly those concerning social and moral questions. And, of course, Canada is uh, has its own problems in that regard, but that's certainly been going on for far too long here in our country, has it not? The courts have become the arbiters of nearly everything. There is uh, executive branch compromised, and the Congress, uh, the uh, Congress, even compromised or overridden by the courts. What's your thought? Yep, I mean that's been happening here and here before Canada in a way, but Canada's been moving much faster. It tends to be a more liberal country than the U.S. 
so you see these things sort of ratcheting up each year. And one of my great worries is that we're seeing something of our own uh, future here. As as Christian institutions, or for that matter, Muslim institutions or Jewish institutions, uh, who want to uphold a code of conduct, uh, this would include universities, but you've seen it happen with hospitals, adoption agencies, and things of this kind, uh, will be denied the ability to function. And uh, that's a real threat in our future. I noticed also your current research focuses on understanding how Muslims and Christians are able to live and work together peacefully in Indonesia, which is, as we know, the most populous Muslim country in the world. Uh, what can you uh, what can you tell us about that work briefly? Yeah, well, there's two things going on. One is there's been an increase in radical movements in Indonesia. They're comparatively small, but they're very skilled at making um, a lot of noise. Uh, so that's a why. And then uh, ISIS, the Islamic State, has been doing more bombings. Uh, it, it carried out bomb attacks on five churches uh, last month. So those are two of the dangers. On the positive side, um, I think these events have woken up a lot of the rest of the, the society, particularly the big Muslim organizations. And they're pushing back strongly. Uh, one man, uh, I know General Secretary of Nadatul Ulama, which is the world's largest Muslim organization, has about 50 million uh, members. Uh, he's, he's just returned from Israel. He went there for three days and he, uh, denounced by a lot of people for doing it. But he says, no, uh, unless we bring out the concept of mercy in Islam, we're never going to solve this issue. So he's, he's very outspoken, and others are as well. So I tend to be hopeful. Um, but there's a real struggle going on there, and it worries me because if Indonesia gets more radical, it's the world's largest Muslim country. It has millions of Muslims of, of moderate views, and I would hate to see that um, go down the tubes as well. well. I hope we can talk again uh, soon. I'll try to make it not such a long time between visits, my friend, but thank you for the time today. Thank you very much indeed, Doc. It's a pleasure. Dr. Paul Marshall, Wilson Professor of Religious Freedom at Baylor University, a prolific author of over 20 books on religion and politics, particularly focusing on religious freedom. I mentioned one of them, Persecuted, The Global Assault on Christians, published back in 2013, co-authored with Leela Gilbert and Nina Shea. Very familiar names as well to our audience here. A couple of websites, BaylorEDU.com. I'm sorry, Baylor. .edu and Hudson.org, ReligiousFreedomInstitute.org, three of the websites where you can find his and his colleagues' work. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for Townhall.com. If you look at U.S. labor conditions, the Trump tax cuts and the efforts at deregulation appear to be working. The jobs numbers speak for themselves. Unemployment is at a record low in numerous categories. And there are now, for the first time since the stat has been tracked, more job openings than job seekers. This economic surge is also spilling over into politics. As unemployment rates fall, so do media predictions and polling data that supported a so-called blue wave in November. Political futures markets are showing a high probability that the GOP will keep the Senate, and odds of losing the House have dropped seven percentage points in the last month and are now close to even. 
a booming economy bears much good fruit. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. This is a test of the emergency alert system. The tones that follow allow emergency information to be shared between broadcast stations. This system was developed to provide you with information in the event of emergencies, including hurricanes, tornadoes, and other disasters. This is only a test. I'm Bill Carl, and you know, for years we've been helping families just like yours with half-price tuition to great Christian schools at ChristianTuitions.com. And for years, parents have asked, is this for real? It absolutely is. Here's a recent conversation with Natasha Sherwood, headmaster at Tampa Bay Christian Academy. I literally can remember the first kid who five years ago took up the half-price tuition mm-hmm. discount from you all. The look on that mom's face, she's like, I don't know if I bought into a scam or not. I, this is, you know, and she sat in our office just crying that it wasn't and that yeah. she wasn't able to bring her kid. And you all have helped shape our goals. I mean, when I saw that face, I was like, there are people out there who don't know they can afford it. And we have aggressively tried to meet that need. So thank you, because you've helped shape who we try to be. For years, we've made it our goal to help families afford a private Christian school education through ChristianTuitions.com. Great Christian schools are already enrolling for next year. So hurry today to ChristianTuitions.com for half off your first year's tuition at a private Christian school. Choose your child's school today at ChristianTuitions.com. Bill Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the Northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. Family Life Today with Dennis Rainey and Bob Lapine. These broadcasts are all about that, to equip parents and give parents the courage to speak into their own children's lives, to give them a sense of moral direction, spiritual direction, help them understand what it means to be a man and not a woman, what it means to be a woman and not a man. Family Life Today, weekday mornings at 5 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Say, have a plumbing, heating, air conditioning, or electrical problem? Problem solved when you go to AactionHomeServices.com or you can call them at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. The Von Crow Show here on 105.1 FM, WAVA, also the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. 
As reported by my guest this hour, in a 60-hour killing spree that began last weekend, about uh, 200 Christians were slaughtered in Nigeria's Plateau State, even as Ambassador Sam Brownback, the U.S. Ambassador-at-Large for the International Religious Freedom, uh, was uh, was departing, leaving from his one-week visit to that troubled West African nation, a visit itself marked by suicide bombings and clashes with police and continuous killings by Fulani herdsmen and more. Well, joining us to talk more about it and give us some details, my longtime and very good friend, uh, attorney Emmanuel Ogebi. He is an international human rights lawyer working for the persecuted not only in Nigeria but uh, other parts of the world as well. Emmanuel, thank you for taking time, my friend, to uh, talk with us. And take us, if you would, to these latest terrible tragedies occurring in Nigeria. What's been going on? Well, thank you very much, Don, you know, for responding so quickly to this uh, breaking news. Uh, It's it's heartbreaking, but it's always a joy to know that you care about uh, your brothers around the world who are being uh, killed in this fashion. Now, we have known uh, historically that uh, Nigeria is the deadliest place in the world to be a Christian. Uh, you have Boko Haram, the uh, terrorist group that has been killing uh, Christians uh, mostly uh, over the years. But you also have a, a, a sleeper group called the Fulani Herdsmen who uh, brought Islamic Jihad to Nigeria uh, in, in 1804. Uh, right now, this past weekend, uh, just before uh, Ambassador Brambach left uh, from a fact-finding visit to Nigeria, they unleashed uh, on Christian populations in central Nigeria. And as we speak, a reported 200 uh, Christians were killed over the weekend. Now, Don, one of the saddest parts of this was that there were mourners who were going to a funeral who were also attacked by the headsmen. So uh, as one diplomat said to me, uh, you know, you can't even bury your slain in peace. They come to the grave and they kill you there too. What, uh, I guess one of my questions I wanted to ask you was whether you think uh, the visit by the ambassador was any sort of a trigger to more of this violence or would it probably have happened whether he were there or not? Or was this... Uh, an effort on their part to make a statement while somebody so significant from the United States was among them? Yes, uh, that's a very good question, Don. Um, I think that the killings would have happened regardless uh, because, I mean, very frankly, uh, I was in Nigeria a few weeks ago for the mass burial of a priest, of two priests, and 17 members of the congregation who were, were slaughtered during a mass uh, by the Fulani headsmen uh, in April. And uh, I think this was in, yeah, in April. This happened last week of April. And while I was in the country, pretty much every single day, the killings continued. In fact, by the next morning after the mass burial of the priests, uh, I woke up and to the news that some mourners who had been at the funeral with me the previous day had been killed by the herdsmen. So I, I think that this wasn't a statement directed at, at uh, the ambassador uh, for international religious freedom. This was just uh, a day's uh, job uh, for these people. In fact, Don, let me point out that um, in May, 
uh, after the massacre at the St. Ignatius uh, Catholic Church in, in Benue, in Benue State in Nigeria, uh, President Trump actually hosted uh, General Buhari, Nigeria's president, at the White House. And Trump told him, you know, these killings of Nigerian uh, Christians has to stop. And guess what? You know, uh, days after, more killings occurred. So, John, uh, I have to tell you that right now it's just open season on Nigeria's Christians. I want to come back to that, uh, Emmanuel. Emmanuel Ogebi with me, international human rights lawyer working for the persecuted, of course, in his own homeland of Nigeria, but other parts of the world as well. I have other things I want to ask him about. Stay with us. grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800 500 If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truth of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. Thousands of doctors, health specialists, and professionals recommend Balance of Nature as a way of improving their health. Listen to a few unsolicited success stories from doctors that not only recommend it, but use Balance of Nature as well. I look at Balance of Nature and I look what it's doing 
for me as I started taking it and for the patients that I have that are taking it, it's been phenomenal watching the changes that have happened and how much healthier and how much more energy that they have. I haven't heard any negative feedback from any of my patients who have been taking the product. The thing that amazes me with it is is that it's so simple. When you call, use discount code NOW, and we'll take 35% off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code NOW. If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot, come to you with free mobile service, and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. National human rights lawyer working for the persecuted, talking about uh, particularly the sorrows of Nigeria. And, uh, Emmanuel, what is the current status, by the way, of the girls, the several hundred girls kidnapped a few years ago by Boko Haram? They were a cause celeb, even with the previous administration for a short while. But, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, the, uh, what was the hashtag, uh, hashtag bring back our girls or something didn't do much. But what's the current status of these, uh, young ladies? Yeah, well, uh, Don, the... Uh, Chibok girls who were abducted four years ago, uh, a number of them are back. Uh, over 100 have uh, escaped or been released uh, in the last couple of years. Um, now, just a quick uh, testimony here. The first girl to escape after several years of silence was the only remaining daughter of a widow who had lost nine children and the mom was suicidal and all of that and people kept praying with her and reassuring her that you know um you know her daughter was going to come back home and guess what the first girl to come back after two years in captivity Mm. was the daughter of this widow and it was a miracle uh, to god's glory that she came back now uh the, there are still over a hundred girls um, missing, and uh, the youngest one who was abducted at age 15 uh, just turned uh, uh, 20 last uh, week. Uh, I'm in touch with the family. It's really heartbreaking for them. The girls uh, have been forced uh, to convert to Islam, and uh, there's, there's no, there hasn't been any word on the hundred and. Uh, about 100 girls who've been missing now for four years. So so that's the status of that. But, Don, can you believe that lightning struck in the same place again, in the sense that in February of this year, the terrorists went to another girls' school and abducted another 100 girls? Now, what is shocking about this 
incident is that a month after the abduction, the terrorists brought back a hundred girls and apologized to the community. Do you know what they said? They pretty much said, oh, we made a mistake. We didn't know they were Muslim girls, so we returned everyone except the one Christian girl. So, Don, as I speak to you, uh, the Christian girl, Leah, has been held by the terrorists for 127 days now because she refused to denounce Christ. Boko Haram literally said to her, if you renounce Christ today and accept Islam, you will get on the truck and go back with your Muslim schoolmates. And Leah said, I would never deny Christ. And for standing up for the Lord Jesus Christ, she has been held by the terrorists now for 127 days. And what's her name again? Leah. Leah, folks, put that on your prayer list. Uh, probably some of you already have been praying for this girl and, and others, but uh, make a special note to pray for her her protection and her release and freedom. Uh, take a moment to tell us, if you would, uh, Emmanuel, the differences between Boko Haram and uh, the Fulani herdsmen, both deadly organizations. Uh, perhaps some of their goals are the same, but some seem to be different. What are the d- distinctions between them? Okay. Now, generally, most people have heard about Boko Haram because of the evil that they've done, with the abduction of the girls and, you know, bomb, suicide bombings. Uh, Boko Haram has uh, actually made a world record for having deployed the most suicide bombers in world history. Last week alone, in one day, they deployed six uh, suicide bombers in one day. So that's Boko Haram, and um, the terror rankings place them as number one. Now, the Fulani headsmen were ranked as the fourth deadliest terror group in the world. So Boko Haram and the Fulani group are both operating in Nigeria. Nigeria is home to two of the deadliest Islamist terror groups in the world. Now, here's the kicker, Don. The Fulani headsmen are actually more violent and more deadly and more vicious than Boko Haram. They go into communities and, and they kill and slaughter anyone and everything they come across. Um, over the night, I've been receiving photographs, Don, that you would never want to see. Mm. Um, children who were chopped to pieces, uh, their heads uh, split open, um, you know, bodies, charred corpses. This is what uh, the Fulani headsmen do. The difference between them and Boko Haram is they're both uh, jihadi groups, but the herdsmen head cattle and they traverse the country grazing their cattle. So they have free reign. They literally go all over the country easily. Whereas Boko Haram is an organized terror group that operates in the northeast of Nigeria primarily. So this is a a group uh, that is uh, linked to a tribe that has traditional practices which they have maintained for many years. And the similarity between both groups is that they both represent jihad, which is the conquest of uh, infidels uh, and the imposition of Islam. We're going to come back for a couple more minutes, Emmanuel. And when we do, I just want you to uh, elaborate a little more on President Trump's strong words recently to General Bahari 
And uh, why no solution uh, seems to have been sought out of that, uh, or if any, did uh, the uh, current president of Nigeria take seriously what the President Trump was saying? And uh, in addition to that, what can the U.S. do perhaps even now to move this thing off dead center with all of this trouble? Stay with us. We have more. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey. And we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Frank White, the conservative we can trust. I'm Frank White, and I'm tired of the politicians playing by their own rules and lacking the courage to do the right thing. Liberal judges and elites threaten the Constitution and mock our values. We need principled conservatives who will stand up for us and fight to hold politicians accountable. That's why I support term limits and President Trump's fight against the special interests. I've stood up for the Constitution and said no to the politicians who wanted to take away our Second Amendment rights. That's why I'm proud to have the NRA's highest A-plus rating. And as a husband, father to three boys, I'll always fight for the rights of the unborn because I'm 100% pro-life. Some people just talk the talk in campaign season, but as a lifelong conservative dedicated to the Constitution, you'll always know where I stand. I'm Frank White. Join me. Let's fight back and hold government accountable to we the people. Sponsored by United Conservatives. ball game and you need to bring your appetite to spectrum field every monday your 14 ticket includes all you can eat that's right you can chow down on all of your ballpark favorites like hamburgers and hot dogs and many other concession favorites all you care to eat just 14 dollars gets you a ticket to the game and all you can eat make sure you come hungry visit threshersbaseball.com threshers baseball get hooked Welcome to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling, cultivating a love of learning through a Christian worldview. Here is Classical Conversations homeschooling advocate, Lee Bortons. He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain that which he cannot lose. Jim Elliott was a missionary to South America, and he's a Christian martyr. In the 1950s, a young Elliot moved to South America to bring the gospel to a remote, unreached people group in the jungles of Ecuador. While there, he married his wife, Elizabeth, and they had their only child, Valerie. On January 8, 1956, Jim Elliot, Roger Yadarian, Pete Fleming, Ed McCulley, and Nate Saint landed a small plane on the banks of the Curare River. Several months later, all five were speared to death by the natives. Elizabeth Elliot penned the book, through Gates of Splendor to tell their story. The title takes on a double meaning as Elizabeth describes the beauty of the unspoiled jungles through which the family traveled, as well as the joy of these men passing through the gates of heaven after their martyrdom. After Jim Elliot's death, his young widow did the almost incomprehensible. She stayed to minister to the very tribe that had murdered her husband and his co-laborers. In her book, Elizabeth wrote, God is God. I dethrone him in my heart if I demand that he act in ways that satisfy my idea of justice. It is the same spirit that taunted, If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. 
There's unbelief. There's even rebellion and an attitude that says, God has no right to do this to five men. As homeschooling mothers, we may hope that the day of martyrdom may never reach our children. But I pray that my own boys would not be foolish, but would give their all to gain that which they cannot lose. You've been listening to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling with Lee Bordens. To learn more, visit classicalconversations.com. Finding Faith Together, the new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN, also available on the iHeartRadio app. Emmanuel Ogebi with me uh, this half hour, international human rights lawyer working for the persecuted, especially in Nigeria, but other parts of the world as well, talking about the tragedies that are continuing to unfold in that troubled country. And uh, you mentioned earlier, Emmanuel, the president, when he visited with uh, General uh, Buhari uh, several weeks ago, brought this issue up that uh, uh, the Nigerian government needs to address these issues. Uh, What was Buhari's uh, reaction to it? And more, I guess, importantly, did did that make any difference when he got home? No, unfortunately, it didn't make any difference because uh, General Buhari is notoriously uh, thick-skinned. He doesn't uh, respond to uh, pressure. Now, uh, the sad thing, of course, is that you know the Muslims and his administration continue to be in denial. But there was no punch uh, to President uh, Trump's remarks. And you know, for example, if he had cancelled the sale of aircraft to Nigeria, uh, you know, something would have happened. So we didn't really get a good deal out of that visit. There is leverage, though, that could have been used, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, there may come a change in that. Uh, Do you see this administration addressing it further? Yeah, I'm hopeful with uh, Ambassador Brownback's uh, visit that his eyes have been opened to see the gravity of the situation. Pretty much every day he was there, one atrocity or the other was occurring. The nation is unraveling, and we really need the help of the U.S. to stem a huge humanitarian crisis that will affect the rest of the world. Final question in the last 30 seconds or so. How can folks get in touch with you and learn more about your work and if they would like partner with you? What can they do? Well, the easiest thing to do is to go to my Facebook page, U.S. Nigeria Law Group at Facebook. So this is my Facebook page, U.S. Nigeria Law Group, and they can see uh, uh, reports that we put out about this situation. But we really need people to pray. The folks in Nigeria have had it. These killings have been going on for too long, and, and Christians, it's not sustainable for Christians anymore to be losing people at this rate. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk again. Thanks. Emmanuel Ogebi, international human rights lawyer. Check his Facebook page out, as he mentioned, and certainly you can put him and his colleagues and uh, uh, their fellow Nigerians and our fellow believers in your prayers. Put them as a top priority that God will be with them and deliver them. That's it for this hour. Thanks for being with us. here to give you strength between Sundays. You have to be mindful when you get hooked up with the devil. It's not going to work out. You're not going to get away with it. But John 10, 10 says, he came to steal, kill, and destroy you. We are here for you. 
Faith Talk AM 570, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Val Dior. President Trump says the nation's immigration laws are a disaster, and he wants a nice, simple system. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. The president continues to denounce how immigration is handled by the United States. The laws are obsolete. The laws are horrible having to do with the border, both in terms of security and in terms of taking care of people. He says he wants immediate deportation. We want a system where when people come in illegally, They have to go out. As for the Democrats, the president says they want open borders and don't care about crime. Greg Clugston, the White House. Under pressure from Europe's hardening stance on migration, Algeria has abandoned more than 13,000 migrants in the Sahara Desert in the past year with no food or water. They're forced to walk for miles to Niger or Mali in the blistering sun, and some never make it out alive. Europe is pushing North African countries to head the migrants off before they can cross the Mediterranean or the barrier fences with Spain and get into Europe. During a visit today to the White House, Jordan's King Abdullah thanked President Trump and the United States for their support, including financial aid, as conditions in the Middle East are said to be improving. A firefighter who was shot while responding to an explosion and fire at a Southern California retirement home has died. We do have a person of interest uh, detained, and we have recovered a weapon. Long Beach Police Chief Robert Luna says it is a whole new environment now for first responders. You go to these scenes and you never know what's on the other side of those doors. And these brave firefighters went through those doors, and unfortunately, they were met with gunfire. The U.S. health regulators have approved the first prescription drug made from marijuana, the FDA approving the medication to treat two rare forms of childhood epilepsy. On Wall Street, the Dow ending down 328 to 24,253. NASDAQ closing down 161. S&P down as well, 38. This is Town Hall News. This is how Guy Berkebile is using the new tax cuts at Guy Chemical. When the tax cuts passed, we are seeing the effects immediately. The tax cuts are enabling me to take care of my employees and to pay them a higher wage. We are increasing bonuses this year 25 to 50 percent, which equates to thousands of dollars in additional pay for my employees. If you're a business owner, tell us how you're using the tax cuts. Go to taxcutswork.com and share your comments. That's taxcutswork.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. A survey of more than 800 business leaders by law firm Baker McKenzie shows how many European Union companies hope for a profitable future with a post-Brexit Britain. It found that despite European outrage over Brexit, 95% of companies said they hoped Britain would remain important to their businesses, but expected a new complexity in doing business with the British authorities. Not only will there be higher costs for trading, but also additional administrative burdens that need to be handled. 
Recently, the EU's chief Brexit negotiator, Michel Barnier, warned Britain must face consequences for leaving the EU, a rather antagonistic stance that didn't sit well with the many business leaders who hope to find a way to extend a profitable relationship. I'm Charles Suledesma. A bigger rise than expected in new home sales last month. It was the highest level since November 2017. The South reported monthly sales growth of 17.9 percent. Sales were flat in the Midwest and lower in the Northeast and West. This is Town Hall News. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. Let's not talk about glory. Let's talk about suffering. It's the cross, then the crown. It's humiliation, then the exaltation. Guys, are you up for that? In God's goodness, they were up for it. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Finding faith together. The new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. If it's news about Christian faith or values, they won't carry it. We will. You can hear it on the Don Crow Show. Live from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios, it's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM, WAVA. Folks, hello there. Welcome to another hour of the Don Crow Show. You got it every day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon. We get to, uh, well, talk about what I call matters that matter. Things of importance and significance that you and I need to get informed about. But the whole point is, let's get informed and then get involved. Find positive, life-affirming ways to make a difference. And we're again happy today to be able to share the program with our friends listening to The Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Welcome, folks. Glad to have you with us. Well, this uh, past Saturday morning, folks, I had the delightful privilege, as I, I know some of you did who may be listening, of attending the dedication celebration of the exciting new Family Life Center just completed by First Baptist Church of Glen Arden in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. And you know, as I, along with so many others, witnessed that remarkable event, the words of Psalm 118, 23 and 24 kept going through my mind. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. That just echoed two or three times in my mind as Pastor Jenkins and the folks were celebrating this great event. Uh, But, you know, as truly impressive as the facility itself is, and it would be worth your visiting it just to see it, uh, I think the future impact it's going to have on the people who live in Prince George's County and elsewhere is really going to be the story behind the story of how this great church has done a great thing for the kingdom of God and for the needs of people. 
And that's why I've asked Pastor Jenkins if he would join me, Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr., Senior Pastor of First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. And uh, Pastor, welcome, my friend and my own pastor. I am so honored to have you on the show anytime I can. And uh, just first of all, thanks for cutting time uh, out of a very busy schedule to uh, talk with me for a minute. Good evening, uh, Don. It is my distinct honor and pleasure to have been invited. Thank you for having me, and thank you for your friendship over the years and your support and waivers as well. Well, I tell you, this is a God-sized project that God has enabled you folks to complete. But before we get to that project, uh, which is, uh, it could take the whole hour to talk about it in detail, would you just give us a little history of the uh, First Baptist Church of Glen Arden, a rich ministry of, what, 75 years or more, maybe? And uh, even, uh, as I, I didn't realize Saturday when you were doing the celebration presentation and so forth, the beautiful facilities of First Baptist out on that same site uh, have now been there 11 years. That's a monumental achievement all its own. So give us a little history. Well, last year, Don, uh, we celebrated being in, in existence for 100 years. Ah. We had celebrated our 100-year anniversary, and it was uh, a great occasion to look at what God has done over these years. Uh, our church is heavily involved both locally nationally and internationally. I'm very proud of the work that the church is doing. Uh, We're doing some rather unique things and some things that we think should be a model and an encouragement to other churches and ministries as well. What I've enjoyed among many things uh, at your church is the focus has never drifted off-center. In other words, uh, Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, you are seeing people come to faith in Jesus Christ and then being plugged into a really uh, strong discipleship program. But I'm afraid many evangelical churches have slipped off track in that regard. I don't mean it critically, but I just want to commend First Baptist and you and uh, your elders and your leadership, because it, really that's what it's all about, is bringing people to the foot of the cross first, isn't it? Absolutely. And we've, I'm so honored to serve with people who take the mandate that Christ has given to our church to heart. And the discipleship thing is the thrust of what we do. Uh, As a matter of fact, our mission, our vision and mission statement at the church is developing dynamic disciples through discipleship, discipline, and duplication. That's our vision and mission statement, and we try to make that the core of everything that we do, of discipling people in the things of the gospel and obedient to the word of God and to spread the gospel. That's our passion and that's our heart. And don't we owe that to new believers uh, to not only bring them to faith, but then realize, help them realize their their place and their giftings and their uh, call from Christ? Every one of us has one. Yeah, if all we do is get them saved and leave them, leave them at that mm. spot, at that place, that would be devastating because ultimately the devil will pick them off mm-hmm. and uh, defeat them. And isn't that the case of so many Christians who have yeah. just a light relationship with Christ and their willingness to be obedient? to him and to follow him is really dependent upon how much pressure they get. If they don't get any pressure, they'll walk with God. But mature Christians know, come to learn and know you're going to have pressure. And the devil's going to try to discourage you. But our call and our command from God is to stick with the gospel and obey God and not be uh, de- deterred or discouraged by uh, the attacks or the schemes of the enemy. That's our mandate from Christ. We've got to do that. And that's the thing we're trying to 
uh, disciple the people at our church and the community to do. As a matter of fact, uh, Don, our ministries are not open just to the members of First Baptist. We've been involved with helping coach and teach many other churches to do the same thing, and we're very proud of that. And there's so many different ways already in which you've reached out through the years with programs and opportunities for people. We'll, we'll take a break here in a moment and come back and talk about this latest adventure in God that uh, you and the church have just unleashed on behalf of People's Needs Family Life Center. But what's some of the other highlights? I know we've talked in years past and uh, ongoing about Shabak uh, Academy and other ministries that really do address uh, the needs of the uh, of the communities around you. Uh, can you talk about a couple of those? Oh my goodness! Uh, first of all, we have 120 different yeah. outreaches. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. You name it. You name yep. the need yep. from A to Z, from people who have gone through the trauma of abortion to abuse to all the way till the end of the spectrum. Anything that you can name, we have an outreach or a ministry to try to speak to those needs from youth and children and troubled marriages and uh, singles and young adults. and ch- We have all of that to try to help people uh, learn the, the principles of, the, uh, of Christ and apply them to their life. And we're very proud of that. We're very proud of it. We're going to take a break, come back with more with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. going to as best we can with words, take you to the new Family Life Center just dedicated last Saturday morning. And a couple of websites for you. Of course, the church website, fbcgglenarden.org. And the new Family Life Center is fbcgfamilylifecenter.com. Stay with us. Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the Northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. 
Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Don't wait. Call now. 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Affordable family fun is what you get with every Clearwater Threshers game at Spectrum Field. See the stars of tomorrow playing today in the Florida State League. There's lots of promotions, too, including Saturday fireworks, concerts, Dollar Tuesdays, Feeding Frenzy Mondays, Tijuana Flats Taps and Tacos Thursdays, and Brunch on Sundays. Find out more in the complete schedule by going to their website at threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball. Get hooked. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, this is Bill Carl, today's guest host for The Bill Bunkley Show. Don Crow returns in a moment. As Bill continues to take some time off for his health, we continue to pray for him, his wife Tony, and son Zach, and look forward to a full recovery. In fact, Bill's doctors have told him to plan on heading to Israel this November with EDI Travel. To learn more, click on Bill's page at letstalkfaith.com. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida as well. My guest, Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr., First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. Their websites are fbcglenarden.org and fbcgfamilylifecenter.com, both websites worth your visiting finding a lot more than we're going to have time to talk about. But, John, take us to this remarkable event Saturday and uh, describe as best you can on the radio the beautiful facilities that uh, the folks at First Baptist have actually, by the grace of God, been able to build together. Don, it's uh, 63,000 square feet. It's um, basically a gym with additional uh, rooms adjacent to it. Um, it's uh, got a weight room, fitness room, a multi-purpose room for classes. The whole plan is to help educate and train uh, people on taking better care of their health and uh, to be more healthier and physically fit. But we're also using it to be uh, a reach out into the community, in particular for youth, to get uh, them exposed to taking care of themselves, but also to be in an environment where they will be challenged and taught the principles of the gospel. Uh, the principles of character development and obedience and submission and responsibility and humility and all of those things. 
uh, we hope to use the facility to help highlight those kinds of character traits. Uh, so we're excited about it. It's uh, also, in addition to the Family Life Center, we've also um, been able to build a solar field. And so 50% um, of our energy there at the, our whole campus will be supplied by a, a six-acre solar field. On that latter point, you did encourage folks even there who may want to consider it for their own needs uh, to check with the people who provided that remarkable field for you. Uh, I hope it's appropriate to say that maybe some listeners, some pastors of other churches or people who have other needs of that sort might contact you about it? They can, yes. Um, the name of the company is IGS. Um, they're actually located, um, their headquarters are in Ohio, um, and they're wonderful people. They've been uh, very uh, supportive, and they're called IGS uh, Solar Energy, and they are um, a good resource um, for people who are entertaining or considering uh, solar energy to take care of their uh, energy needs. Now, I liked in the spirit of your leadership and that of your church and your elders, it was pointed out uh, that you're going to keep the main thing the main thing, which is to say you announced to folks that the center will not be open on Sundays. You expect, expect people to be sitting in church, right? Absolutely. <laughs> there, will, there will not be any activities when we're supposed to be worshiping God. And we're closing our midweek uh, Bible study, main church Bible studies on Tuesday. So we will uh, shut down early on Tuesdays to make sure people have the opportunity to worship and participate in our midweek Bible study. Now, what was the genesis of this project and the vision for it? Because you did admit uh, in Saturday's event, that it wasn't uh, at the top of your priority list at all uh, in years past. What happened, and uh, at what point did you realize this was something God wanted you to do? So uh, right across the street from our worship center is also a community center, and I was not as enthusiastic about building this because there's a community center right across the street. Uh, but a mentor of mine, Dr. Sam Chan, helped me to see that even that community center is overwhelmed with um, the ability to provide services and opportunities for the community, and he helped me to see the benefit of of building that facility, to which I'm eternally grateful to him because it, it was nowhere on my radar sh uh, screen. I, I wasn't even you know, thinking about doing it. I was looking in another direction, and I'm I'm just pleased and thankful that he challenged me and helped me to see what uh, is happening around the country, and this is an avenue in particular can, that can help reach young people. I think lots of churches are missing out on influencing and touching young, young people, young adults, and the youth in a, in a positive way. And this is an avenue that we can cultivate relationships and help them see the way they should live their lives, and this uh, uh, facility is going to help us facilitate that. Uh, we have a number of, of, of uh, programs for youth, um, but it, the ones that are around the sports arena um, are challenged by facilities. And so this is going to help take a whole lot of pressure off of um, our, our uh, mentorship and discipleship of young men by having a facility that they can, they can be right there on our campus that it can help, help them. Now, we mentioned, you mentioned it certainly Saturday, and I mentioned it at the outset of our visit here, $24 million project, debt-free. Indeed, God did a great thing, but he did it through people. Talk about that. 
I'm so grateful for the church and the members of the First Baptist Church of Glenarm and, and as well many of our friends. Uh, God has empowered us and enabled us to be able to manage our resources in a way not to be stretched or in debt, and to be able to build this facility uh, is a, an accumulation of wise management of the resources we have over a number of years. And so uh, through that process, it has enabled us to be able to pay cash for it as we went along and be able to open it up with no debt at all. Now, we mentioned the word challenges a couple of times. You've had more than we have time to talk about with this latest project. But uh, for the sake of others who may be listening and may be being called to maybe not as big a project, but nonetheless, uh, every time God calls us to do something, there's always built into it some challenges. What have been some of the challenges, John, that you and Trina, who's going to be, by the way, the director of this, is the director of this new uh, ministry and facility, uh, you can talk to us about that if you would, but also what are some of the challenges along the way? Well, you know, uh, Don, anytime you're involved with um, a ministry, you know, it's going to be some level of challenges and discouragements. And over the course of getting permits and mm. uh, selecting um, uh, contractors to work on it and uh, the design and all of that, they are they always comes with it, the hoopla and challenges and questions and misunderstandings, all of that go along with the territory. But having uh, built, this will be my third facility that we've built over my time as the pastor of the church, uh, I've, I've grown accustomed to it. I've anticipated it. I know that it goes with the territory, <laughs> that there's going to be mm. some levels of questions and challenges and contractors and uh um, but but God has given us wise people that work on our team. I'm so proud of the team that we have. They have learned the process. They know the tricks of the trade, if I could say, uh, and they've uh, helped us manage this process in an, in an appropriate way. So, um, you know, I'm I'm grateful. I, I'm just I'm so thankful to God for the team that we have. Uh, they've been incredible. And God has given you as a church and you uh, yourself a favor with uh, leaders, local leaders. Uh, in fact, the lieutenant governor was there bringing greetings from uh, uh, the governor of Maryland and some other uh, public officials were there. I think that speaks well as well to uh, uh, their realization of what you're bringing to the community. Yeah. See, and I think the reason for that uh, is, Don, that our church has made a a real strong commitment to serving the needs of the community. It's it's more than about just satisfying ourselves. Every ministry, every usher board, every choir, every ministry that we have has a responsibility to find a need in the community and serve it. That's anywhere from uh, nursing homes to homeless people to prisons to you name it. You know, all of our ministries are out in the community serving. And if you call some of the social service departments in this area, uh, particularly in our county, um, one of the things they'll say is, have you been by the First Baptist Church of Glen Arden? Uh, and, and that's because they know we have a number of resources to try to help people who are hurting and bruised. And, and, and we're not just – I don't want anybody to get the idea we're a social service. Uh, we, in addition to meeting the hungry person's need to be fed or the naked person's need to be clothed, we also share the gospel with them. Now, I mentioned in passing your beautiful wife, First Lady Trina Jenkins, Jenkins is uh, the director of this. I guess my question was what? She didn't have enough to do taking care of you? 
And, you know, that's a full-time job, Don. <laughs> well, I figured it probably was. <laughs> so she will, um, she, you know, the way our church is divided, we have uh, a business side and a ministry side. And on our ministry side, there's seven departments. And she is the head of one of those departments. It's called Family Life. And all of the ministries that deal with family life, mm-hmm. singles, couples, boys, girls, uh, all of those uh, ministries that deal with family life uh, fall under her. And this facility is, is just a, a, a facility that will help carry out some of the mandate that her department has uh, now you're, responsibility for. You're all Give her my best regards and my condolences or sympathies, whichever she needs, <laughs> all right? I sure will. Thank you so much, Don. I appreciate that. <laughs> What's First Baptist's next step? You mentioned Saturday There's uh, that you're still looking forward, and you have other plans for the future. Our next facility we hope to build will be a children's facility. Uh, even though we have uh, uh, 44 classrooms and half of those are dedicated to children, we've, we've, you know, having those rooms full every week has become a challenge. And uh, so what we're looking to do is to expand that with a facility that will be catered toward ministering to children and helping them be able to learn about Jesus. And uh, So we need more room, more more classrooms for that, and more facilities to make the children enjoy coming to church and having a fun time, as well as learn about Christ. Finally, you're my pastor. You're the pastor of many other pastors. And I would just ask you, what word might you have for other pastors, all of us listening who have our own day-to-day kingdom challenges and labors and service to the Lord, what, what one word would you give us in terms of advice? I would advise you do not become discouraged or disheartened in the work that you're doing, that Christ sees you, and in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Thank you, my friend. That's a good word. Thank you. All right. God bless you. God bless you as well. Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr., First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. And again, their websites are fbcglenarden.org for the church and for the new Family Life Center, fbcgfamilylifecenter.com. Let's face it, we live in a time where we constantly have to sift through fake news and fake qualifications. Here in Florida, with the uptick in the need for electrical contractors, it's not unusual to hear about electricians who either portray their abilities beyond that which they're licensed for, or they're not licensed at all, compromising the quality of work and the safety of their clients. You can rest secure knowing that Mr. Sparky electricians are fully licensed and qualified to perform the installations and repairs you require. Not only are Mr. Sparky electricians fully licensed, they're background checked, drug tested, they arrive on time, and every bit of work they do is satisfaction guaranteed 100%. And there's nothing fake about that. You don't have to put up with any malarkey call 888 Sparky. Have you had the experience of talking with individuals about Jesus Christ and have them miss it entirely because all they see is a surface 
issue. Ever notice how Chuck Swindoll helps you see the world and your faith more clearly? Their whole frame of reference is world, flesh. You speak of those inner needs, and there is this blank look. Chuck helps you understand your faith and the need to share the gospel. But now, Insight for Living faces a financial challenge that could impact your ability to hear Chuck. Giving levels have dipped well below their capacity to maintain current ministries, and the need is nothing short of urgent by June 30th. You can give back to the man and ministry that have encouraged you for years. No gift is too small. Log on to insight.org, insight.org, or call 800-772-8888 and tell them you're listening to Chuck on this station, 800-772-8888. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. If you look at U.S. labor conditions, the Trump tax cuts and the efforts at deregulation appear to be working. The jobs numbers speak for themselves. Unemployment is at a record low in numerous categories. And there are now, for the first time since the stat has been tracked, more job openings than job seekers. This economic surge is also spilling over into politics. As unemployment rates fall, so do media predictions and polling data that supported a so-called blue wave in November. Political futures markets are showing a high probability that the GOP will keep the Senate, and odds of losing the House have dropped seven percentage points in the last month and are now close to even. A booming economy bears much good fruit. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. And their hearts were broken, I'm sure, over and over and over again as they saw me moving off in this direction. If you have a wayward son or a daughter, take hope. Andrew Palau explains how his parents modeled patience and faith on Focus on the Family Minute. They tried everything, and uh, but in the end, they just recognized that if anything good was going to happen in my life, it was going to be God's work. They just determined to do this, to live the life as an expression of the reality that when the Lord says that uh, change is a possibility in life, they decided that in the places where they needed to change, they were going to humble themselves and change. And they lived that out in a very, very great way before my eyes. So they lived that life and then they also prayed because they knew that there's great power in prayer. And as mysterious as it is, we know that prayer makes a difference. More from Andrew Palau at FamilyMinute.org. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. The Don Crow Show on WAVA 105.1 FM, also Happy to be sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. With the world's attention and excitement focused on the World Cup soccer competition being held in Russia, my guest this hour notes that a darker, more sinister drama is unfolding in the shadows. Joining us to explain further is Luanne Sabatier, Director of the Strategy and Communications for 
the 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. Now, if you don't know about it, it's a marvelous group, a Christian human rights organization based here in Washington and dedicated to empowering a global movement to advance religious freedom as a universal right for all people, not only Christians, but all human rights. We've often said if one person's human rights are being abridged or denied in any way, it potentially affects us all. Luann, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. And what can you tell us about, as you call it, this darker, more sinister drama unfolding over in Russia? Well, uh, good afternoon, Don. Um, What's been happening is scores of Russian citizens uh, are being harassed, uh, branded as extremists, and quietly imprisoned for their faith. We're seeing a crackdown like we none other over there since the Soviet uh, Empire. And um, it's really uh, right now, in particular, it's directed towards the um, 175,000 Jehovah Witnesses that are there in country. Uh, they have jailed 40 of them um, in, in recent weeks. Uh, they've made them force agreements that they're not going to leave the area where they reside. There's been police raids under cover of darkness, um, and they are forbidden to use uh, the Bible uh, translations that they refer to. So um, it's and they're even planting evidence. They're jumping fences, knocking down doors, going in, putting evidence, and then turning right around and arresting them for the evidence they just planted. Um, so it's quite scary. And uh, I will say one other thing. Uh, in a couple months ago also, the, the Supreme Court said that, that the government could go in and take the children of Jehovah Witness because they needed when, and, and kidnap them or take them out of the home to re-socialize them. Mm. And, of course, as we said at the outset, and I think someone mentioned this uh, in one of the articles that you shared, uh, if they can do this, if the authorities can do this to us, they can apply the same logic to do this to anyone in Russia. That was one of the spokesperson, I guess, for uh, Jehovah's uh, Christian Witnesses, as they call them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and one of the reasons somebody may say, well, why would they target Jehovah Witnesses? By the way, the 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 population that you might consider Protestant and evangelicals together, it's only about 1% right now over there. But if you look at other ones, aside from Jehovah Witness, they're a target for, for two reasons, we believe. Um, they're pacifist, and so they cannot, they're, they, they have this um, um, uh, part of their uh, belief system is uh, nonviolence, and that flies in, in the face of this military might that Russia likes. Uh, so that is and, – and they have gone so far, Don, to label them on the level of ISIS, to call them an extremist religion like, like ISIS, and they use those terms. So what we hear is someone says, well, the Baptists could be next or the Protestant Presbyterian missionaries or whoever there. Um, they don't um, – they don't like the pacifists, and they also, um, the fear for some other denominations is they very much don't like proselytizing, sharing your faith. So what we've got right now is a campaign of terror 
that we really think um, absolutely uh, it, it's, there's no, it's against the right of personal dignity, the right freedom of conscience and, and freedom of assembly. And um, one thing I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware, but um, the U.S. State Department, sometimes they make statements about certain situations, sometimes they don't. And just last week, they condemned this. Uh, right now, they said Russia's detaining 150 political religious prisoners, including Jehovah Witnesses, and they condemned it. And then I'll also say that um, this very week, our own national security advisor, John Bolton, is in Europe talking about national security, and he's going on to Moscow. He's discussing the meeting between President Trump and Putin. And so we're, we're asking people not only to pray, but to reach out to the State Department and say, would you please raise this issue, um, you know, hear our voices, uh, because um, it's an essential national security talking point. But it, it's really gotten um, quite scary over there. We're going to take a break, uh, Luann, come back with more. And again, uh, if you want to find out more about these matters, 21 Wilberforce org on the web's the website for the 21st century Wilberforce initiative and they welcome your prayer support they welcome your partnership and they welcome your advocacy joining them in cases like this and others 21wilberforce.org stay with us Chuck Swindoll Bible teacher on Insight for Living You've likely heard my recent comments about the urgency of our financial needs. The next few days will determine the future of Insight for Living Ministries. We have a long ways to go. To respond to the urgent need facing Insight for Living, give a donation right now. The deadline is June 30th. Call 800-772-8888 or go online to insight.org. Message and data rates may apply. Texting enrolls for recurring text messages. Nice game. Man, you're really playing hard today. Yeah, shows what a great night's sleep will do. You know, since I started using Z-Quiet for my snoring, there's no more waking up getting elbowed and no more moving to the couch in the middle of the night. You know, for the first time in years, the snoring's gone, and my wife and I both wake up feeling great. It's amazing, so easy to use, and it worked the very first night. I'm Dan Webster, co-founder of Z-Quiet. For years, I was off my game due to snoring. My wife Trina and I were desperate for a solution, and we found it with Z-Quiet. There's nothing better than waking up feeling rested, happy, and best of all, in the same bed. So if you're ready to score extra points in the bedroom, get Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet fits both men and women, and right now you can try it risk-free for a full 30 days for just $9.95. Just text SLEEP to 246810 or go to com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to com. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. When a famous person dies, it is a good time to reflect on things that matter. That was the title of Charles Krauthammer's last book, a collection of his newspaper columns. I had the privilege of introducing the book and Charles at a Washington dinner just before it hit the market. I teased him that he stole the title from an earlier book of mine titled The Things That Matter Most. Charles was a great writer who loved America and wished to see its original vision preserved. I knew him a little from my years at Fox News. What are the things that matter, after all? The answer for all of us is not how well we do on Earth, but where we will spend eternity. 
People say some ridiculous things on that subject when someone dies. One prominent journalist claimed that Charles is in heaven holding forth on a panel. That is theological ignorance. Charles heard about Jesus, the only guarantee for heaven for all of us. I hope he made peace with him before he died. In the end, that is all that matters. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. 5.1 FM WAVA. Also, Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Talking with Luann Sabatier, Director of Strategy and Communications with 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. Their website is 21, the numbers, 21wilberforce.org. And Luann talking about, of course, the abuse of Jehovah's Witness in particular by the Russians right now. But uh, as we've already established, and I think we need to remind ourselves that any person's freedoms whether it's an atheist or an agnostic or a Christian or a Buddhist or a Hindu or whomever it may be, uh, their freedoms are essential to my freedoms. Hello, are you there? Why are we not getting her? Let's try it again. Can you hear me? Hi, Don. Yes. Did you hear my question? Yes, I, uh, uh, yes, I did. Um, and... I wanted to know if I could make this about put a face on it, if you don't mind. We're all familiar with Pastor Brunson in Turkey. And one of the most high-profile individuals that have been arrested 
There's a pastor, Jehovah Witness pastor, called um, Dennis Christensen in his mid-40s. And um, he was preaching in the church, and they came and seized him. And he is um, uh, being tied. Um, he was delivering a sermon, and during the sermon, they arrested him for organizational work and unlawful activities, and he could be sent to prison for 10 years or more. And the reason I mention that are twofold. Um, if all of us imagine, this is Monday, if we went to church yesterday and during the service, if the Fairfax County Police or the Arlington Police or the Alexandria Police came to your church, Don, and just walked in and arrested you, you're a pastor, mm-hmm. and said your crime was you were preaching. And we that that's so far-fetched, just so beyond what we can imagine. But I, I wanted to put a face on it because it is a denomination, it's a group, and they're arrests. But these these are people who are literally just living their lives trying to worship God in the way they know how. Um, so I think that that helps make that uh, more personal for us, I hope. Oh, indeed. I agree with you. And in fact, uh, in the piece that uh, you shared with us, Putin continues to imperil religious freedom in Russia. You cite uh, several such anecdotal cases and I noticed one uh, one of the quotes was, it always happens at night when people have returned from work and gathered together to read the Bible. In other words, these are private, I guess, home-like meetings, much less right. we would have here. And as you said, the right. security agents jump the fences, break doors down. Folks, it's not hard in today's world to imagine uh, such things happening in our own country, God forbid. Well, and you know, John, what's really hard, and we don't talk about it because we we don't do we are not political. Well, twenty one Wolf, of course, is not political, right. and that's not the purpose. But I do need to I do need to make something that's very disturbing. It's not just Putin. The Russian Orthodox Church is sanctioning and standing by and not not calling this out for what it is. The and and Russian Orthodox. Um, church has changed a lot in recent years. It used to represent about 30% of the population probably a decade ago, Don. Today it's 80% of the population is Russian Orthodox, and they are aligned and supporting their government in this, in, in allowing, they will not call it out. And so, you know, what does that say? I'm not trying to make it, we're not trying to make it political about that church, but it's very disturbing when fellow believers in your own country um, 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 not only don't call it out, but are rather supportive of that. So it's it's a it's a rather dire situation. And I have to say, people around the world are watching because there's so much we're looking. Russia's in the news every single day. And when people read those articles about Putin and about the World Cup, I want them to think about the people who are suffering just trying to honor God in the way they want, whatever their belief is. Well, I want to go back for a moment to something you mentioned about U.S. National Security Security Advisor John Bolton, of course, in Europe, talking about national security issues with the United States allies, traveling to Moscow to discuss the possibility of a meeting between Trump and Putin coming up. Uh, But you note in that regard that uh, this is a uh, this is an occasion when uh, we need to encourage the State Department to speak out on these things. You mentioned the Dennis Christensen incident. And uh, the U.S. Uh, State Department apparently made a statement back on June 18th of that uh, regarding uh, political prisoners. But elaborate a bit more on that and why our voices to the State Department can be so strategic. Well, um, um, the reason it can be so strategic is, 
As a matter of fact, this is, we talked about it earlier. This is the 20th anniversary of International Religious Freedom Act in this country. And, and going back 20 years, and it was reauthorized, the Frank Wolf Act, uh, just a year ago. The reason it's so critical is freedom of, of, of conscience and, and freedom of assembly is, is a basic tenet and freedom of foreign policy and national security for any country. It should be. And and why it's so pivotal right now, particularly uh, Putin um, uh, and the United States are is constantly in the press. When you have the the world's attention, what better time? Because they're talking about it behind closed doors often, but sometimes what we find is human rights gets left off the table, such mm. as recently some of the discussions. There's been quiet diplomacy in North Korea. But at the recent talks, we're not clear on North Korea whether human rights were discussed. So why this is so critical, when you have the National Security Advisor with, with sitting down, planning this meeting, the time to put it on the agenda is now. Not hoping that President Trump or someone will, will, will mention it on the flyer in passing. They're planning the agenda. So it's a time to say this is important to the U.S., we want that as a right. Is and there... we know it's important, by the way, to the administration, Don, because in just a month, yes. this has never happened in the history of the United States. Secretary Pompeo and Ambassador Brownback here in Washington are bringing together representatives from, I think, they've been invited over 100 countries to talk about this. And it's important to civil society and national security. So if it's that important, let's not be afraid to mention it to Putin in that meeting. Well said. Thank you. Always good to talk with you and your colleagues. Thank you, Luann. Thank you, Don. Luann Sabatier, Director of Strategy and Communications, 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. Their website is 21wilberforce.org. You can find more information about this issue and other issues that we talk about from week to week. But as she said, uh, certainly, and you'll hear her and others say it from time to time as well, it's a, it's a prayer issue, but... Having prayed about it, which we need to do, we also need to speak out. One of the ways you can do that is contact uh, the State Department and uh, encourage them and also uh, John Bolton's office to encourage them to make sure this issue of religious freedom gets on the agenda of some of these high-level world meetings. Stay with us. We'll come back to wrap up the hour in a moment. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. Now, there are a lot of people who have the idea that once you become a Christian, things are going to get easier or they're going to get better. They get better in every way. But there may be a time when you have to go through difficulty and hardship because God's very allowance for these things is doing what? Is doing what He said He predestined to do in your life and mine. That is to conform us and shape us in the likeness of Christ. You're going to be mistreated. He says, but remember, that's part of of the warfare. Don't look for it to be easy, but stand firm, stand strong, and learn to endure when these things come upon you. 
He says, stand firm, be courageous, be bold with the anticipation of victory in these situations and circumstances of life because of who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Under construction. Now, there's a sign that makes me want to run in the opposite direction. Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll. I don't know about you, but I don't like a lot of mess. I don't like the process of nails and sawdust and wrong color paint. I don't like the time it takes to get it done. I like it done. Most of us don't like the idea of being under construction. We want to reach the goals. But God is at work on us. So I guess we need to put on our hard hats and get used to living in a spiritual construction zone. Hey, we're always under construction. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. It is said that Albert Einstein didn't like people congratulating him He would say, don't tell me what I do right. I already know that. What I need to know is what I do wrong. It's a rare person in life who wants to know what he's doing wrong so as to correct it. Does that mean? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.